This is A Word of Power, a Bible-centered podcast brought to you by Faith, Hope, and Love Church in Dallas, Texas. And now, your host, Pastor Sergio Sandoval. Okay, Pastor, here we are with A Word of Power, but before you give the intro, we got these prayer cloths here, Pastor. Uh, what? No? No, no, no. We're not, we're not, we don't no do that Okay, sorry. Well, Intro. The small, bottle, small bottles of oil. Okay, no, it don't work here. A little piece of wood from the original cross of Jesus. It's a relic. <laughs> Intro, <laughs> word of power. Boom. God bless you. Pastor Sergio here with you from Faith, Hope, Love Church in Dallas, Texas. Faith, Hope, Love Church. Church in Dallas, Texas, uh, with our weekly study, with our weekly talk podcast, a word of power, and we've taken we have taken a break from our normal Bible study, Bible exegesis, Whoa. Bible discussion, uh, to bring about some talks on the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's upon us. It's upon us now. It's a wonderful time of the year. Como dice la canción? How does the song go? It's the most wonderful time of the year. And that's true. It is true. It is true. Yeah. But you know, sometimes uh, that wonderful times it turns into some pretty ooh, nasty time. Why? Because family gets together. Family gets together. As Pastor Evie Hill used to say, wherever two or three are gathered, there is a mess. A hot mess. A mess. Anyway, we're discussing about uh, the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Pastor, keys, take it away. Keys to have the best little Thanksgiving in Texas. Number one, and we're going to go through these. Number one, give thanks for everyone. Yes. Everyone. Now, if you listen to the last two episodes of this holiday special, you heard about problematic or uh, outstanding or obnoxious or people that stand out in Thanksgiving. We give thanks for everyone. Yes. For the most successful family member and the one that's just barely getting by. Mm -hmm. the, one, the struggling one. Yeah. The yeah. alcoholic one. Mm -hmm. You know, the one that always has a stupid comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or how about this? Always has some kind of weird face. Give thanks for everyone. That's for important. everyone. That's important. Even the knuckleheads. Even yourself. Yeah. Sometimes we all, we all, a lot of times we look at everyone else as the problem, but we don't ever consider our own shortcomings with family. We don't, we don't ever consider how, how I've maybe failed this family member or this, fa or this group, family group. Give thanks for everyone, even the ones you got issues with, even family members where things aren't completely restored, things aren't completely healed yet, yeah. things aren't completely the way God wants them to be, in perfect and beautiful harmony. Give thanks for everyone, even the people that may have hurt you. How am I supposed to give thanks for somebody that's, you know, oppressing me and being ugly to me? Well, you don't got to be their best friend, but give thanks that y'all are in the same family and that God holds y'all together. Absolutely. Maybe he doesn't hold you together as buddy-buddy. You know, maybe, maybe y'all have had a, a rift. Maybe you've had some kind of issue. Well, you know, and, and we talked about that this Sunday, actually. You know, Pastor was talking about Joseph in the Bible. He was talking about his brothers. And Pastor was talking about how Joseph was a little bit of a show-off. His brothers were 
a little bit of jerks. Mm, and, you know, they, th- they threw him into a pit, stuff like that. They hurt him. But later how Joseph forgave them. And he brought them to Egypt, as the Bible says. But guess what? They lived with him for a while, as the Bible says. But after a while, Joseph knew their heart. He knew their jealous, hateful heart. He See, set them, happened? and he set them up in a place in Goshen. The, ma- the mistake they made, the brothers made, was mm. they allowed for those little, small things to add up and add up and pile up in their hearts. Mm. They allowed it to stay and harbor in their hearts, their little jealousy, their little hatred. And before you know it, one day they saw him coming. And the Bible says straight out, the first thing they thought of, we're going to kill We got to kill that. That See, guy. Wow. Why? Because that's those small little things built up. And so I only bring that out to say, hey, you got people in your familia or in your circle, in your life, in your world, that you know you've harbored a bunch of little things about them. Yeah. And you've kept it in there. Uh, I'm here to let you know in the name of Jesus, uh, get that out of your heart. Yeah. Because it's just going to grow like a cancer. Yes. It's going to eat you up. It does you a lot more harm than it's doing them. It really does. It does you a lot more harm because it's growing into a nasty monster inside of you. And demons, demons are taking advantage of that. They're looking at that as an open door to your life, to your home. And may I say it? To your familia Mm. and to your family. Because you've opened that and allowed that to harbor inside of you. Harboring. So don't, don't, this Thanksgiving, this Christmas, whatever you've had in your heart Mm. about them, you know, put it aside. Forgive forgive. Okay, so what, what I was going towards when we were talking about Joseph, what I was going towards is he brought them to Egypt. He forgave them. But there was a difference between forgiveness and fellowship. Right. You know, they had to go. He had to move them to Goshen. Yeah. He had to make kind of some distance. He had some, to make some distance between himself. You're right. Now, I know you might need, sometimes might feel uh, the need to make some distance between yourself and another family member. However you decide, that's you. You know, that's on you. That's how I decide. But let the Holy Spirit abide in the healing, Mm. in the forgiveness, and in the fellowship. Maybe the fellowship isn't going to be, oh, hey, man, let's watch the game together. Maybe it's just going to be, how you doing, brother? How you doing, sister? How you doing, cousin? Keeping it civil. Give thanks for everyone. The hurts, the offenses, real offenses. Mm -hmm. Real offenses. Number two, keys to have the best little Thanksgiving in Texas. Remember, you represent, if you're a Christian, you represent Christ. I don't just represent the Sandoval family. I don't just represent Casa de Peter y Silvia, House of Silvia and Peter Sandoval. I represent Jesus. Oh, so what does that mean? Go in there and, hey, you know, oh, let me love on you and do all the Christian churchy talk and, hey, um, how you doing? Um, how, how many members your church got right now? Hey, uh, how, how y'all doing in this? Oh, man, you know, how, how many people did you send to, to Russia on mission? I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about being the big Bible thumper like my grandma used. He's a Bible thumper. <laughs> I'm not talking about being a Bible thumper. I'm talking about representing Christ in two things. The two things about Christ that stand out, forgiveness and kindness. Forgiveness and kindness. And well, we've talked about family rifts. We've talked about issues in the family. And when in, in the healing process, if you come back into contact with some of the family members that you ha- have maybe fallen out with, 
keep a lookout for this. Is their behavior with you? Does it represent kindness? Are you representing, representing kindness? Or is it aggression? Yeah, because a lot of people like to, you know, a lot of people like to gaslight and like to act like, say whatever they want to say, and then as soon as you respond, guess what? You're the bad guy. Oh, yeah. You're the jerk. Well, guess what? That's aggression. And where there's aggression, aggression is a sign of an unrepented heart. I don't want to like you again. That's what that, that's what that, feel, that's what that sounds like. An unrepented heart sounds like someone that's always aggressive. Huh? Always on the feisty fight towards you. Always wanting to push a button. Always wanting to make a comment about your family, about your kid, about your wife, about your dad, about your mom. Can I tell you? If you represent Christ, you represent Christ in forgiveness and in kindness. Yes. Kindness. Yes. What is kindness? It, it, it's caring for somebody. It's, it's, it's choosing it's really choosing to say a nice thing rather than a, a dumb remark that might be true. It doesn't matter if it's true, if it's not kind. That's right. You know, Jesus said, the whole of the law, mm. the whole of the law, everything is encompassed around two things. Just love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Those two things. You follow those two things you're in obedience to the entire law of God. And uh, remember, like Pastor's saying, bottom line is we are followers of the teachings of Jesus. And those are his teachings, that we love God and that we love one another. Keys to have the best little Thanksgiving in Texas. Number three, keep the peace. Keep the peace. Keep the peace, even though somebody tells you something. And they, they may be right about what they're telling you, but it's offensive to you. Keep the peace. Oh, it's not important. worth it. Uh, it's not worth turning your mother-in-law's living room into an all-out, you know. Battleground. Battleground. Smackdown. Stare down. Yeah. You know, screaming match. Yeah. Diaz flying off the wall like they're ninjas. <laughs> no uncles, you know, throwing hammers at each other. It's not worth it. Keep the peace. Peace is a beautiful thing. I used to tell my mama all the time. In fact, <laughs> I guess I'd do it to just to provoke her. But I'd say, hey, mom, mom, don't forget what John Lennon says. What, what did John Lennon say? Give peace a chance. Oh. And she would say, oh, yeah? Well, why don't you just shut up? Oh, my God. That was her answer for everything. Oh, shut up. Get out of here. Oh, my God. I love Grandma. Love Mama. The book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 18 says, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. As far, well, I did my part. Okay, you did your part, but you're still expressing aggression. You're still ex we're still expressing hard feelings. I still want other family members to jump on my team so we can make that family member look stupid, look like the bad one. Yeah, as much as it depends on you. What does that mean? Do your part and let it be. Do your part and let it be. You don't got to let it go. Hold on to the grudge, I guess. It's really going to help you. I guess we think that sometimes. 
Let it be. Let the day be. God, you know why? Because when you're, we're talking about restoration, when you're talking about forgiveness, the ultimate, the ultimate outcome that we want is to be restored with that person. Not necessarily to how things were, but to how, where God wants them to be. Both of me and the other member or the other group at peace, growing, flourishing, being blessed, wishing each other well. Wishing good, like really, man, that family member that is really toxic with you and your family, do you really wish death upon them or do you wish benefit on them? Mm. Because when we're talking about forgiveness, we're talking about restoration. And let me tell you, you do your part and let it be because the outcome is not going to be because of you and it's not going to be because of me. God brings forth the growth. Yes. God brings forth the healing. I got to put this on. I got to say this, and maybe it'll serve as, in some kind of weird analogy you want to put, maybe it'll serve like alcohol on the wound. No, man. No. Be kind. Yes. Do your part and let it be. God brings forth In a court of law, when you pardon someone that's done wrong, when you pardon them, you're not just saying you're forgiven of that. We forego any punishment Mm. for you having done that. That's a pardon. Not only are you forgiven, but any punishment that you deserve from that act, that wrong act you did, that's foregone. That's, oh. that's done away with. So when we forgive a family member that has done wrong or that we feel has done us wrong, yeah. then you forgive them, but you also, you don't, you don't punish them. By what? By treating them differently, looking at them differently, being all, you know, tense atmosphere around them, that's creating a tense atmosphere. Yeah, that's not a forget. You, you didn't forgive nobody, man. You're still man. punishing. Yeah. You're still punishing. But pardon means that you forego punishment. Yes. You forego it. Oh, yeah. It's, you do away with it. You're, I'm not going to punish you. I'm not going to think ugly of you. I'm not going to talk to our other siblings about what well, you did anymore. Well, what did you drop it? We're not gonna keep talking to each other. I, I, I want to text a couple of family members about. <laughs> no, 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 no. I gotta get that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, pastor, that's. We just a... feel like we gotta get, you know, gather people to be on our side. We need to. Uh, I, I need people on my side, and so we share with them. The blue team, the red team. Yeah, you know, that's 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 still punishment. Forgiveness that... is doing away with punishment. If you're, if we're so, if we're, we're still, not gonna hang you after all. If we're still doing that, the restoration process has kind of maybe halted a little bit. Pastor Robert Morris said, talked about the Lord's Prayer. Wow. And he said, in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus said, "And Father, forgive us, as we forgive those who trespass against us." In other words, and he talked about that little word "as." He's saying, in other words, Jesus is saying, "Father, forgive us in the same way." that we forgive others in the same is that way. how you want god to forgive you the way you forgive others to keep it going by saying oh that's okay don't worry about it but you still treat them different you're still punishing them yeah. you want god to say he forgives you but god will still keep punishing you treating you different that's what you want well let's not be that way wow. let's not be let's be the way god is with us keys to have the best little thanksgiving in texas we got a couple more start a new tradition start a new tradition and, and you know, Pastor, I know I, I know you're I know a lot of uh, boomers, a lot of baby baby boomers. Way to go, boomer! One of the greatest generations around. Mm-hmm, arguably speaking, 
Hey, man, I can't, I can't, what, what can I say negative about boomers, man? Uh, what, just the obvious. We birthed y'all. You don't know how to use <laughs> technology, I get. Well, that's uh, about everything else. Y'all have done great. Gr great job. We'll pat on your back. Let's hear the crowd. Hey. We, we're going to put the crowd in right there. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> audience. Well, audience. you know, what I mean is, you know, I, I, I know that traditionally speaking, we like, tradi you know, boomers like traditions. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you like your football. You like your turkey. You like your meals a certain way. But what I liked about the baby boomers I grew up with is they like to start new traditions. And one of the new traditions I remember as a kid was that um, when my Uncle Jim would come over, he was married to my dad's sister. And my grandfather would come, and my dad's eldest brother would come, and, um, and, and my other uncle, David. Let's take a walk. So, like, all, everybody would be cooking at the house, and my grandma would be like, Y'all got to leave. Y'all got to get out of here. Get out of here, bro. You know, get out of here for three hours. Well, we don't got nowhere to go. Back then, though, everywhere was closed. So what we did was we, we'd take a walk through the woods. And we'd find different things. We'd find different, you know those things that wrap around, uh, they use a big spool to wrap cables around? Oh, yeah. I remember uh, my uncle from the, top of a, from the top of a hill, remember he was log cabin, oh <laughs> he God. was balancing on it all the way down. And there goes my other uncle to try it, Mike, trying it too. And there goes my other uncle, Uncle Paul, all three of them showing off, man. And then, then they put us in a barrel and rolled us down. Another tradition, we'd walk around cemeteries. Yeah, we'd go to that back, that five-mile cemetery. Five-mile five cemetery. cemetery. Off of Keist. Yeah, yeah. Just walking around, looking at, looking Read at. Read the different tombstones. Yeah. Read the different stones there. Look at how, be amazed at the dates. The dates, the history. The famous people buried there that we weren't aware of, Mr. Ledbetter. Old man Ledbetter himself, right there. The point of new traditions that I want to point out is just activities that bring you closer. Yeah. Just something that brings you closer. To see my uncle in that fashion where I never would have seen him, you know, away from his wife and his responsibility, act, acting a clown, you know. Yeah. Or, or that time my, uh, our, my Uncle Eddie, remember he, on, on one Halloween we got home, we were walking from church, and he just dressed like a ninja. He comes from outside from behind the house. <laughs> he attacks my dad, and my dad sticks a bottle right into his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> It's I a, thought it was somebody assaulting me. Man, he comes running out like a big old gorilla, man. It was great. And then he, t and then my uncle took us to a haunted house at the Wax Museum. Oh, yeah. The wax New museum. traditions, things that bring you closer. Now, we're not saying go take a walk in the cemetery. No, man. You don't got to do, <laughs> don't, don't do that. You, you might want to do something different. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but you're right. Do something different with the familia. Something different, right? Yeah, uh, why not? Last, uh, number five, keys to have the best little Thanksgiving. Relax. Oh Lord! <laughs> Don't forget. It's it's hard. You know you got the yams. Take you a got breath. Take a breath. Yeah. Just you know what came to my head when you what, said what, that? what came to mind, Pastor? Uh, when when Jesus, when Martha and Mary. Yeah. Martha and Mary. One of them was busy, 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 stressed out, working, working, doing working, everything, cooking, washing, cooking, serving, yeah. setting up the table, and and but the other one was just sitting there, listening to Jesus. All relaxed and calm, and the, uh, the the one that was so busy and stressed out got all hacked off, mad, yeah, I mean, and started screaming and yelling. She even screamed at Jesus. Wow! Tell her something. How can you just sit there and watch her do nothing while I'm slaving over here? Tell her. And, she, and Jesus said, hey, "Hey, calm down." The greatest moment is happening right here. She has chosen the right, the best part. And the greatest moment is gonna be happening this Thanksgiving. You're gonna, if you're gonna have your grandma, let me tell you, cherish that moment with her. 
Give her a thousand kisses. If you're going to have your babies close to them, give them a hundred hugs. Let the day develop. Just let you have a plan of how things are going to go. That's okay. Let it just be a template for you. Now, I know that the holidays does involve a lot of work. A lot. The prep, the cooking, the cleaning up afterwards. And sometimes you're just setting your eyes on like that, like the sister did on the other one, uh, on those that aren't getting up to help, not even picking up their own plate. Yeah. You know, or just sitting there while their kids wreaking havoc with our furniture. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't Oh, man, forget about it. Yes, that's going to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, hey, you're, that's a good point. Relax. Chill out. Just yeah, This doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, we don't get this all the time. Let the day carry itself out. Something else happens. You know, you were planning on, on, on playing some board games afterward. But, you know, one uncle stands up and he wants to be real esplendido. Come on, guys. We're all going to go see a movie. I can pay for all of you. Man, let, hey, go, right. man. We weren't planning on that. And above all, last thing, give thanks above all. Give thanks above all to the things and the people that are most dear to your heart. I give thanks for Sylvia, my wife. I always said that I never knew that the hands that God would use to save my life Amen. would be the little hands of my wife, Sylvia. I give thanks for her. I give thanks for her mother because she supports her. I give thanks for even for her best friend that loves her, that loves her like a sister, that loves her with, a, with such a love. I thank God for my sons my children, and I give thanks for the power of prayer. The power of prayer. Don't you know that prayer works? Let me tell you, it's medically proven. People have done research. I'm talking big schools, big universities. Not even, uh, they're not attached to that weird church at your corner or that huge mega church making the mega bucks. No, no, no. Just independent people have done private research on the power of prayer, how it heals your mind, how it can heal your body, because it's real. Because we're not praying up just to the atmosphere. We're not just sending words up into the intelligences and they're returning to us in a beneficial factor. It's coming to us from a God that made a way for you. The power of prayer. God knows the issue. God knows what's happening in your life. God knows. You, you don't know. I don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what 2023 looks like. But God has a plan for you. And prayer is the power and the network for you to plug into. Yeah. And we want to ask you right now, plug in right now. Yeah. If you got a prayer request, if you got a person that is really weighing heavy on your heart, maybe you've had a rift with a family member, maybe a family member or a loved one is far away from home. They're living right there, but their heart is very far away. Plug in right now. Level up your prayer life and say, pray for me. Pray for me right now, Pastor. Yeah, I mean, I believe with all my heart, somebody out there listening to this word, a word of power, Somebody out there listening, you've gone through a loss. You've suffered a big loss. Or you're worried, worried sick over somebody you love very much. A, a, a child, 
a grandchild, a mom, a dad, you're a sibling. Uh, you're so worried about something going on in their life that you, you know it just makes you sick inside to think about it. And you want us to pray for them? We'd like to pray for them. We'd like to help you. We'd like to ask God for them. Now, I want you to reach out to us. I want you to reach out to us. Maybe you could text us. Maybe you can send us a text message and say, please pray for my mama. Pray for my daddy. Pray for my brother, my sister, my boy, my son, mi hija, mi hija, my daughter, her husband, my, my grandkids. Pray for them. A nephew that I have. Pray for them, Pastor. I Reach out to me. I, I promise you, we will pray. We mention these prayers every Sunday on, at church. At our church, we mention these petitions. 214-845-2325. That's my cell number. 214-845-2325. Text me. Give me that person's name. Give me, what, give me your name. You're going through something. You need help. You're depressed. You're, you're just worried sick. You've got an illness. You need surgery maybe. You need surgery. My sister called me a while back. She's going through her fifth year of examinations. And she called me back and said, thank you for praying. I'm still cancer free. Oh, hallelujah. Five years now. Cancer free. We want to pray for you. Do you have cancer? Someone you love has cancer or something else. They have something else going on. Maybe it's not a physical sickness. Maybe it's a, a mental situation, a depression, an anxiety, whatever it might be. Like Pastor Peter said, prayer works because prayer goes to God and God is real. God is real. There's a God that is real and there's a God that cares for you and wants to help you. 214-845-2325. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray right now for all of those listening, all of those that have listened, and all of those that will listen. I just pray a special blessing. I pray your favor, your favor, your help upon their life. In Jesus' holy name, amen. And finally, the Bible says, hasta aquí nos ha traído el Señor. God has brought us up to this point. We're only at this point because of God. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Love big. Eat big. And laugh big. Yeah. 2022 Thanksgiving is never coming back. God made this one for you. I hope you've enjoyed this holiday special for Thanksgiving. God bless you. God bless you. A word of power with Pastor Sergio Sandoval in full effect. Boom. This is A Word of Power, a Bible-centered podcast brought to you by Faith, Hope, and Love Church in Dallas, Texas.